Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. We interrupt this program to waste some of your valuable time. Coming to you live from our bedroom studio in the Pacific Northwest, it's TGIF Radio. This show is brought to you by the Internet, Electricity, and Mind Power. And now, with no agenda in mind, here's TGIF Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to the highlight of your week. It is Friday, this is TGIF Radio. Say goodbye to the work week and hello to the weekend. And not just any weekend, a weekend that I keep forgetting that we get three days of. Oh, you get three days. You don't get it off either. No. Okay, so I might get holiday pay, but... Well, that's good. Yeah, that compensates it. <laughs> Please get yourself that. I get it regardless, well, but I don't get any extra. Right. Well, I get time and a half plus the holiday pay itself. See, I feel so weird about this because I seem to be the only one that gets that day off. <laughs> Kirstie still has to go to school. You still have to go to work. Therese has it off, but she always has Mondays off. Oh, so that's, so that's built in. Yeah. Is she going to get holiday pay too? Uh, I don't know, actually. Okay. I'd have to ask. I hope so, because, I mean, if you're nice. going to... If you're going to take advantage of the history of your country, now is the time. Uh, You can't call us. We're not live. Um, But I think everybody kind of knew that. That's kind of a given at this point. Already. Uh, Sorry. I I do kind of want to get that set up, but I also don't want to give out my cell phone to anybody and also don't pay for a phone number. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, there's just a lot of... Or do those silly apps that give you a different number. Yeah, because then it would just change every week. Yeah. And... and I don't know if any – no one would ever call. No. First thing. <laughs> and if they did, I'm not sure how constructive it would actually be. Or if we'd want to talk to them. Oh, no. I, I would yeah, talk no. to <laughs> – I would entertain anybody Pretty calling much. in. Yeah, that's a good point. As long as I am allowed to uh, record their voice, which is happening anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, reuse clips of their voice to make fun of them later. Naturally. I mean – I have the technology. Why wouldn't I take advantage of that? Yeah. It's something it's what that... people do. It's what the internet's about. Please, internet. Making um, fun of people. Yeah. Oh, uh, so news. Um, about the internet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if we were going to get into this. Because we use the internet. We need to talk about this because this is important shit. Well, I don't know if you're thinking of the same okay, thing I am. Okay. Never but we're, mind. But we're Nazis now. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So let's just move past that. Let's yeah. Just... Move forward. Um, anybody? How that... are we Nazis, by the way? Oh, just by existing. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> by by that's, no... that's good enough of a justification. By uh by not wanting to take part in anybody else's petty bullshit. Oh. About uh the current um country situation. Mm. I just want to be left out of it. But apparently, if I decide to stay out of it, I'm somehow contributing to. Things being bad, that doesn't make any fucking no, sense. No, it's this is one of the instances. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. That's this that does not apply to this case. Sorry, yeah, it's, it's not the it's not the same thing as uh, you know fighting fighting for gay rights in this country. Mm-hmm. You, you could do nothing, and that counted as doing something. That was great. Yeah, I'm doing neither bad nor good here. I'm just sitting here. Talk my ass off. Don't mm. try and drag me into your fucking arguments. I don't care. Yeah. 
man, just... I just try to stay out of everything there. But, okay, anyways, my news actually was something completely different. I'm actually kind of surprised you didn't bring it up or say anything. I don't know if you saw it or not, but there was a thing... Oh, shoot, I got to find it. I may have seen it. There's a lot going on. It was on a bunch of different, like, major telecom companies are, like, paying, like, millions and millions of dollars to try and kill net neutrality through uh, different... Oh. I forget what the thing was. That's back on the table again, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. So, uh, Disney's on the anti-side. (laughs) <laughs> yeah sure um i know apple is uh fighting uh right to repair laws mm-hmm. which uh pretty much all it would mean was that the, the uh, apple would be forced to like put out repair schematics for their phones instead of people having to buy like eight of them mm-hmm. and then reverse engineer them to figure out the best way to take <laughs> them apart and profit off of that for themselves but it, yeah it's fucking stupid um I mean, I'm not. This is just the, the article title that um, is Comcast, AT and T uh, are paying minority groups to support killing net neutrality. What does that mean? I don't, I didn't read the full article because I didn't. Have well, let's time read for it now. It. Okay, uh, it's on. I don't know the rep. Actually, I should have probably looked in this a little bit more too. But <laughs> um, it, the website was TechDirt.com. Okay, I I trust TechDirt. Okay. Um, for years, we've noted how one of the uh, summary of things. Um... They summarize things in there? No, no, no. I'm just trying to go oh, okay. summarize the paragraph because it's a little bit longer article to be reading the entire thing, obviously. but No, yeah, tech dirt, they get kind of wordy. Yeah. So for brevity, it's a resolution. I'm seeing... Minority coalitions such as the, quote, Hispanic Technology and Telecommunications Partnership, um, end quote, supporting all for mergers and opposing consumer-centric policies like the more cable box competition or net neutrality. Um, do, 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 do. What? And uh, they're also paying, like, different rural school districts to uh, support getting rid of it. Um, <laughs> the U.S. Cattlemen's Association. They're just basically The throwing, U.S. who? Apparently, um... Apparently, it's it's an actual group. Apparently, the U.S. Cattlemen's Organization. Cattlemen's Organization. Pro- pretty much modern, modern day actual cowboys, not like John Wayne cowboys, like taking cows from point A to point B. Cowboys. Okay. I don't know. I'd never even heard of it before. No, they, this article. I mean they had to modernize the role of the cowboy to I fit guess. into modern <laughs> times. You know, we can't be living on just plain old rope lassos anymore. Now we got steel lassos. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made that up. Um, but what that's that's a fucking weird plan. Yeah, AT&T, right? Comcast, a uh, bunch of, um It sounds like to me like they're trying to delegate the responsibility of lobbying against net neutrality on other groups. On and not just other groups, but Mexicans and local school districts. Well, what the fuck? I think the thing is that they're trying to get you know people who are relatively uneducated and don't know anything about computers or the internet to support getting rid of it because if you have a bunch of idiots screaming something then as we can see for the last how many months now (laughs) if you have a bunch of idiots screaming something everybody pays just say the year i would say more than a year but yeah yeah if you have enough idiots screaming something loud enough then everybody pays attention oh boy and so if you have a bunch of idiots that don't know anything about computers saying oh net neutrality is dumb it hinders things 
I don't know what it hinders because I don't understand computers. Not just was paid to say this, but it hinders nothing. I know, but that's not what their check said. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh yeah, and you know what? I wonder how much they're paying. Yeah, how groups. many millions are there being shilled out? Probably not even. Well, oh, saying no, this thing is saying that there have been millions paid out to these different groups. Oh, okay. So millions total to I, all these groups. Yeah, I'd assume so. But still, okay. Twenty thousand here, twenty thousand there. That adds up. I mean, yeah. And considering how cheap it is to like just bribe your local senator to mm-hmm. do something for you, they'll take like twenty five thousand dollars to pass a bill for you. That's it. Yeah. They just want easy because being a senator is it pays like dick. Right. Okay. It pays like one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, that's nothing. I could not live off that. It's not the the responsibility <laughs> to pay ratio is so out of whack. It doesn't make sense. But these guys are public servants. Fair point. So, which is another thing. That's a really high wage for a public servant. Yeah. How much does a firefighter make? Fuck if I know. Nothing. They don't make a ton. Firefighter has to live in a fucking firehouse with twenty other dudes for three months out of the year. Isn't that their standard? <laughs> Living. I don't know. I think they do actually go home, but they do have sometimes where they'll pull 24-hour shifts where they basically have to be on standby at the firehouse. Yeah. I mean, they could just be hanging out, taking a nap, playing computer games, whatever, but they need to be basically ready to go in That's a minute. That's true. I bet in um, – this certainly wouldn't be happening in Woodland, but in more highly populated places, mm-hmm. I bet they there's some guys that live in the firehouse full-time. Probably, or at least you know their entire work week, they're just – they don't leave. Yeah. That would that would make sense. New it York. wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, New York City, you can't take a day off. No, there, there's fires everywhere. In no, because you need City. to call in more firemen. It could take them two hours to get to the station. Oh God, yeah. Well, no, that's what helicopters are for. Fair point, but I don't think everybody, every fireman in New York has a helicopter at their apartment. Ah, oh, damn, there. That's a fatal flaw in this plan. Fuck. So you need helicopter pals on the roof of every building. <laughs> it's, yep. And we all need personal helicopters, apparently too. Money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. Don't you know firemen? I I know them. I don't really know them well enough to talk to them about all this stuff. Okay. All right. I was real. I was hoping maybe you might have because we could. We, mm. we could. Couldn't. Could we call a fireman? I don't know. I'm sure you could, but <laughs> this is a... I think they would say nine one ones for emergencies only. But well, <laughs> but there are non emergency numbers. That's true, and you just get dispatched for that case. Oh yeah, I don't. Think... I've called that number enough times to know. But for police, not fire. Typically, yeah. <laughs> But you have called the fire number. Well, I've called the right. non-emergency, and they've had um, okay. AMR or the fire department come out. Uh, we had people uh, back when I was in produce. We had a lady having a medical emergency. In oh wow! Basically, she wasn't getting oxygen to her brain, and yeah, it was like she it seemed like she had basically just smoked an entire bowl and down a fifth of something at the same time. Oh, no. And then came wandering through produce. So she had no idea what was going on. And then randomly, she just decides she's just going to sit down on the middle of the floor and just sit there, nod her head down like she's going to take a nap. And then oh, wow. stop and then get up and start moving again. Got about to the end of the department, sat down again. So that's like a stroke, right? Uh, that's... Kind of. It's just basically, for whatever reason, her blood wasn't getting oxygenated. Weird. Um, that could, yeah, that could be like 30 different things. Yeah, I don't remember what the deal was, but yeah, they took her O2, because um, they have like one little finger thing, so mm-hmm. I think you measure your O2. I don't know. I don't know enough of that stuff. I think it can do, I think it does two things at once. Our resident nurse isn't here, so mm-hmm. we're going to fuck this all up, but uh, I, I think it does uh, blood pressure and oxygen. Yeah, and I'm assuming you could measure heart rate as well. Yeah. So three things, I guess. But yeah, either way, they and it hooked can it up also and slice your cheese. 
if you hold it right. You can't be That's wearing That's the one that you it. get in Sky Mall. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they clamped down. They're like, oh yeah, she's really, yeah, that's really though. And they took her back to the ambulance, took her to the hospital. Dang. <laughs> Never heard anything back after that, but. Couldn't they have just like put an IV of air? That's how you kill people, Renee. Oh, oh, it bubbles is, of air. Oh, bubbles of air into the heart, or you know, that's why oh. you have to be careful not to get air into a needle when you give somebody an injection. Oh my, this is very sarcastic, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Jesus. <laughs> um, yes, I don't think a syringe full of air going into the brain is a good thing. Somebody, uh, what was that? Uh, that was in a fucking movie. I thought wasn't um. Okay, it was either a movie or an episode of The X-Files, but I remember... It wouldn't surprise me if it was in either. There was some kid that could control people's minds, and she made some lady kill herself by stabbing herself in the neck with a syringe full of air. I swear I've seen something like that, too, so... Right, I mean, yeah, it's it's around. Don't... If yeah. I type this directly into Google, will I get it? I don't know, but... Kid controls minds, uh, suicide... Air syringe. Uh, push. Two thousand nine film. Never saw it actually. Um, I th- actually I barely remember watching this. Mm. Wait a minute. Did I watch this? <laughs> Maybe we've just seen the clip or something. <laughs> I, I just um, that's the first thing that came up. But hmm. so thank you for this, Google. I won't use you for anything else other than. <laughs> me being able to type this nonsensical bullshit and they pull up something oh man it's like well here how's this it's very helpful yes when Uh, it's not trying to take over the world speaking of movies Um, and people killing each other uh have you seen john wick 2 yet no jared Ah, did damn it i haven't i need to see it too when's it it's i mean it's out now. yeah it came out a week ago I see. I thought Logan was out. No, that's and I think the third. That is the third. I just saw a trailer for it. Okay. Um, I knew it was like first week of March. Oh man, but I hear it kicks you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's an R-rated Wolverine movie. There's no way I'm not seeing. Oh that. yeah, and then it's basically um, Hugh Jackman's swan song to the character, so they're gonna go all out. Oh with yeah, because he's done. Yeah. After this. And he's been, I, I was reading something, 17 years he's been playing Wolverine. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, X-Men came out in 2000, didn't it? Like, right on the dot? I thought so. 99 or 2000? Uh, 2000. Yeah. Phew. <laughs> Damn, Because I knew it was pre-9-11, but not too pre. I mean, we've been talking about him retiring that role for a while. Yeah, just and, figuring it was a matter of time. And an R-rated Wolverine movie seems to be the best way to retire it. Yeah. You know, we've been waiting for it for a while, I mm-hmm. think. Well, yeah, and then Deadpool showed that you can make an R-rated superhero movie and be very, very profitable. That's true. Profitable, yes. Rewatchable, I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Did you try and rewatch it? I've rewatched it. Yeah. It's still good. It's not as good as the first time you watch it, obviously. Of course. Yeah. But to I've... be fair, few movies really are. You gotta... um. Maybe you just got to wait a few years. Maybe. You know? Or you have to be kind of the right mood to watch it. Yeah. Like, uh, I know that, like, if I watch The Big Lebowski too much, mm-hmm. like, I can, it, it can get a little tedious and I don't really pay attention to it anymore. It's right. It's still a good movie. Yeah. But I probably haven't watched it in maybe a year and a half or so. Mm. If I put that in back in right now, I will be captivated. <laughs> I'll be back in my own world. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah, I find yeah, if you watch the same thing too many times or something too similar too much of, it just becomes kind of meh. It just blends together. Yeah. 
you stop paying attention because it's you've seen it all 50 times already it's true i think that's uh i'll never get tired of princess bride though which you still haven't seen no that's on netflix i know and it looks really good in 4K. Yeah, which I don't have a TV that's 4K. Oh, yeah, that's true. I just have that shady little 32-inch, uh, I think it's 720. I still think 4K is a novelty. It For the time being, it is, I think. Because it's going to be another fucking... It's going to be HD DVD versus Blu-ray. Yeah. Again. Well, although what would be 4K's main competitor? Um, Something... Because I can't think of anything no, no, no. that's competing against it. Okay, I'm thinking of this wrong. It's... It's, gonna it's be a going competition th- to make 1080p as obsolete as fast as possible. Yeah, it's trying That's to basically make Blu-ray look like a DVD. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with a DVD to a VHS. Yeah. Which it'll become the standard, but it'll still be, you know, there are two, three years of people still sticking with the old medium yeah. at the minimum before most people switched over. And don't even dare try and call yourselves brave by trying to force this shit on us (laughs) yeah jesus christ i mean i'm still surprised that apple is it's still the most profitable profitable company ever that's just ridiculous doesn't make any fucking sense one of those dumbass little tortilla chip chink phones costs like 150 dollars you could go buy one on the fucking street in beijing for less than 100 i guarantee you you're talking about the apple watch the watch, the phone, oh, one of those of things. They're right next to the Louis Vuitton handbags <laughs> and the Calvin Klein pants or whatever they make. Yeah. Do they make pants? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They make underwear. I think they make pants. They make, yeah, they make clothing in general. My point is, they charge too much money. Yes, and uh, they can't keep getting away with it forever. But they're sure as fuck trying. I was gonna say, I think that they're proving you wrong right now, yeah. but currently they are. But yeah. um. I will still be alive when Tim Cook is dead, and I will I will laugh at him, no matter where his grave is. I'm not even going to try and find it, because I don't care that much about him to try and piss on it. Yeah. Although I do feel like they are starting to slip a little bit. I mean, yes, they are still insanely profitable because they have the massive Apple fanboys. You want to look at their stock prices? Um, I'm kind of curious a little bit, but I just think out of user base, there's a lot of people that are... It's dumb. Like, for example, the brand new MacBooks, mm-hmm. they only have USB Type-C. Yep, and it's got like one port, right? I think yeah, it's got or one or two USB Type C ports, and so you have to buy like a fifty dollar adapter to get USB Type C to USB. Uh, I guess it's whatever this like a USB three point Yeah. Um, and and that adapter alone is like sixty dollars. Yeah. Ugh, and, but there's these really great pro. Okay, so this may be a really backwards ass way of doing it, but. Apple keeps saying, and we never believe them, that with these really stupid changes that they keep making and forcing upon people, that they're going to force everyone else to innovate yeah. and like embrace these practices or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think that they're so original. Yeah, and it's kind of happening. Because what they... I haven't seen any other manufacturers announcing that they're removing headphone jacks, though. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing like this. This is actually really neat. It's a um, it's a docking station mm-hmm. that clips to the underside of your MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. immediately giving you, I believe, three USB 3.0 ports <laughs> with not USB C. The fucking mm-hmm. like the just the standard USB. Yeah, 
and an optical drive, I think, and an SD card reader. Mm-hmm. And it's, So all the stuff you need. Yeah, and it just pops right back on. And it makes it the same thickness as the previous year's model. Yeah. No, I was it's amazing. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's funny that they made the new MacBook Pro smaller, so that way you have more room in your case for all the dongles that you need. <laughs> See, they were planning that all along. Yeah, because you have. I'm surprised they aren't selling book bags with pouches for your dongles. Oh, give them time. Oh yeah, they are not. Because oh. you need to actually spray, space it out so that way the people buy all the stuff, you know, buy all your dongles, buy a different computer yeah. bag, and then you get the Apple Ram bag. Oh shit, my other bag is no longer good because it's not it doesn't have a little white apple embroidered on it oh, so i need God. to sell this shit and get something different it's got a it's got a silver apple embroidered on the flap on the outside and then when you otherwise fl- it's a 20 dollar bag but they're charging you 100 because it's got the apple on it <laughs> and then when you flip it over it's a picture of you chugging two silver dicks pointed straight at your face it's amazing how did they get that picture they're spying on you all the time <laughs> What do you think that fucking front-facing camera was for? For this really elaborate marketing ploy. <laughs> They've been planning this then since 2011 or whenever they released that model of the phone. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then, but yeah, the thing is, like, for example, say that's one of the things that Apple was always really cool about with their products is that all their things would interface with each other really well, really easily. You could buy a MacBook oh, yeah. and an iPhone, and they'd hooked together just fine, work just fine, you know, everything would be sync across super easily. You mm-hmm. wouldn't have to do a bunch of extra stuff. Now, in order to hook up your brand new iPhone 7 to your brand new MacBook Pro, you need two different dongles. One for your, go from yeah. your phone to USB, and then one from the laptop to USB. That perfect little ecosystem is starting to crumble a little bit. And then since the you need to spend more money than the previous years to buy the new products to begin with. Yeah. And I will give them this, their ecosystem thing that they mm-hmm. had going on was great yeah it was that's the benefit of proprietary um operating systems is it runs really smooth granted if you wanted like a full setup you're down like three grand oh minimum but it worked you know that's the main point that's what people want if people are not tinkerers and they just want shit to work they will pay for that Mm -hmm. but it's starting to fall apart you gotta get it together well yeah because other manufacturers are realizing that people don't want these stupid things yeah and so they make their stuff a little bit nicer but actually user-friendly yeah i mean and here's the other thing they actually do make really good hardware that shit will last forever and i actually got a little story Mm -hmm. about that hardware lasting forever and i hope kirsty doesn't mind me telling the story (laughs) it's not she's really embarrassed about that that this even happened but i will tell you it happens to everybody and there are professionals out there who are willing to work with you when you drop your computer inside of your backpack off of a set of bleachers and then the hard drive dies. Oh, I'm surprised that's all that died on it. <laughs> Everything else works really great, but wow. the hard drive, it's a fucking brick, man. You, mm. All you can do with it is just hold a door open. Was it a hard disk drive or a, HD, or a uh, solid state? No, it was a, it was a hard disk drive. Okay. Um, but it is... I've got a quantum entanglement problem with this computer here okay and i don't know how much you can help me i know you may know a bit more about quantum mechanics than i do but i don't know if it really applies to this well come on you know about the the gluons the muons yeah basics of those what those things are but that's about it do you know there's a charm quark wouldn't surprise me that's the thing um 
and but it's Anyways. not really related to that. But this doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. okay. So the original hard drive mm-hmm. that was in this computer was a 5200 RPM, 500 gigabytes, uh, SATA 2. Okay. Now, the SATA distinction is not really super important. Isn't SATA 2 pretty much the standard right now? No, uh, SATA, uh, standard right now is SATA 3. Oh, okay. I um, can't remember. There's, uh, so there's 1, 2, and 3. 1 operates at 1.5 gigabits per second. Mm-hmm. 2 is 3. And SATA 3 is 6. Okay. That might sound a little weird, but just like just draw a chart, ladies and gentlemen, you'll get it. <laughs> um, the original drive that was in it was 5,400 5, RPM, 500 gigabyte SATA 2. It's dead. Can't fucking see it at all. I tried popping a SATA, a 500 gigabyte SATA 3 drive into it, mm-hmm. and it didn't see it at all, hmm. which is a little weird because SATA speeds the interface on the hard drive. Those are backward compatible. Okay. If you will hook, if you hook a SATA one hard drive to a SATA three interface, it'll work. It'll just work at SATA one speeds. All right, but does the inverse apply? Because if it's designed to spin at a higher yes. speed, okay, I wasn't sure. No, yeah, uh, that's what that's what when things are backward compatible, it'll go either right. way. Right. Okay. Sometimes, yeah, I just know backwards compatibility mostly from like game consoles, which obviously it only works one way. That's true, yeah, but so. I don't, I don't think this is the case because okay. it's, it's fucking weird. So I tried that SATA three one, mm-hmm. didn't see anything. Hmm. So I went on Amazon and I specifically ordered the, for all intents and purposes, the exact same hard drive that was originally in the computer. Mm-hmm. Still can't see it. I'm gonna plug that thing in. Maybe it's not the hard drive that's the problem. Maybe it's the actual interface that it plugs into. That's maybe. It might be the cable it, that it's plugging yeah, into. Yeah, because the cable could be screwed up. It could be a contact is bad or broken or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, we're not quite there yet because there's still a few more variables. Okay. I put a broken mm-hmm. SATA 1 drive into that computer. Okay. And it could see it. Okay. I even installed OS X to it. Okay. <laughs> I could never boot it, but it could see it. I could partition it. I could write data to it. Hmm. Maybe it's because obviously if they spin at higher speeds, they require more power. Maybe it's a power supply problem where it can only supply a certain amount of power, which makes it, it means it can spin the SATA one. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is obviously it's a hard disk, so it spins. Yeah. And if it can spin a lower speed one, draws less power. Higher speed ones may require more juice that it can't supply. And but see, I don't think so. Maybe I don't think if, it's a power it, thing either because the uh, the say the duplicate one that mm-hmm. i ordered from amazon it was the same voltage and everything hmm. i forgot same amperage as well yeah okay then that shouldn't I, be the case and i forgot i forgot to check the voltage and the amperage for the sata one drive but mm. it wouldn't make sense if like it could see that one but not the other two yeah so i was reading around on the forum just various forums and uh, th- there was like apparently some incompatibility issues with like SATA three okay in MacBook Pros, but that doesn't make sense because it could see the SATA one drive. Mm-hmm. And then I read some other stuff that was saying that it could be the cable okay. itself that goes from the hard drive to the motherboard. Right. I found one on Amazon for twelve dollars. It'll be here on Sunday, so I can test see it the out. Cable. But it shouldn't be the cable because no. I can see the the broken drive. Right. Hmm trying to think because obviously there was a large shock impact oh yeah um 
So it could be any number of things. It could be that um, the cable got damaged. It could be the, I mean, if it reads the hard drive. So it sounds like it's not necessarily, is the old one that was in it readable on other things? Yes. Okay, so it's not the hard drive, it doesn't sound like. It's not the hard drive itself. The so, bro- the the one that got broken. Yes. Yeah, I could I could read that on well, I couldn't see anything, but, but I could, you, it, it could see there's there a there. hard drive, but there's nothing there. How big is it? Is it really a hard drive? It just has a letter on it. Mm-hmm. Do but what it's you like, can. It's there, but nothing else. Yeah. Okay, so it doesn't sound like it's the hard drive itself. So tracing backwards, the next thing would be the cable, then it'd be the actual board itself. And that's what I'm really afraid of. Yeah, because if it's it, a shock Mother uh, boards don't handle high shocks that great. They're all no. delicate systems. But it's so weird because I can. It seems to run fine. If I mm-hmm. boot the hard drive through USB, why are my screens turning off? I don't know. Don't you fucking crash on me now? <laughs> all right, it's fine. Um, where was I going with this? Uh, the things. The board itself. The boards. Oh yeah, if it's the board, I'm I'm very afraid that it's that. Well, it could even just be one little thing on the board got dislodged. One capacitor got. You know, broke a solder joint. Oh, that's true. It could be one thing like that, and then that's it for that one component. Yeah, I just, I really don't want to walk into an Apple store. (laughs) No, I I don't blame you. I'm just... (laughs) Because then they'll try and upsell you for hours and hours. Yes, and and no matter what I will be able to say, no matter what I try to say to them, they will never understand how much more I know than them. You're going to go all that uh, clip from Parks and Rec when Ron goes into Home Depot. That's what it feels like almost every time I walk into a Best Buy. Yeah. And I rarely <laughs> walk into Best Buys. Uh. Sometimes I just want to look around, you know? But mm-hmm. can do I not give off the correct body language to indicate that I don't want to be talked to? Do I have to put a sticker on my back <laughs> that says fuck off? I mean, I, I understand, obviously, working in retail-wise, the... It getting ingrained in you to go bug people, but I'm just I quickly found out that was not for me, and I understand these yeah. guys are just trying to do their job, but I just I want to put a signal out there that I'm I'm fine looking this stuff up on my phone yeah. in the aisles. I you don't know the whole picture. I know what I need. Mm-hmm. Let me get on with my life. Yeah, usually me telling people, nope, I'm just looking around seeing what there is to see and then that kind of tells them leave me alone i don't want your input or opinion yeah i'm, I'm just i'm so glad i got my it career started in mm-hmm. not a store yeah oh my god i i would have ended it a long time ago <laughs> oh my god yeah it's actually it's actually going really good up in the offices mm-hmm. um it's weird being inside all the time mm-hmm. at columbia but i'm getting used to it um my cubicle is still very small <laughs> I've actually, As cubicles are supposed to be, aren't they? Yes, but mine is very small. Okay. Do you have like a little office plant or something like that in there? I do have an office plant. There you actually. go. <laughs> yeah. Kirsty uh, bought me some succulent cactuses. Okay. Uh, which means I'm not supposed to water them, which is weird. Yeah. I feel like I should water a cactus, you know? Like if cact- I know that cactuses aren't meant to receive lots of water, but no. if it's in a situation where it could have it, would it be so bad if it was spoiled a little bit and watered like once a week? But no, apparently that kills them. That's what? why these succulents are my new office plant. <laughs> I killed the last ones. Oh. You can't even take like a little spray bottle and just mist it like once a week? I could mist it's probably fine. Yeah. But I don't wanna I don't have room to keep a mist bottle at my desk. Mm, like a little tiny miniature spray bottle? Oh maybe. Um 
Maybe if I just re- repurpose one of those like breath spritzers. Oh yeah, that would work pretty good too. Yeah. I don't have any on no. hand though, so I'd have to buy one. Mm. Use it. No, I'm not gonna. Use <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. That's silly. That shit doesn't do anything. That's just temp. That's just okay. That is the dental equivalent of putting a sticker over your check engine light. <laughs> I was gonna say it's the breath equivalent of Axe body spray, but you still smell <laughs> overkill. <laughs> overkill. You still smell like a yeah a dirty sock. <laughs> now you just smell like a dirty sock that you rub some detergent against. <laughs> It still smells like a dirty sock, just with a special tinge to it. Oh, oh, that special tinge. Yes. God, that sounds like a scent on its own. Special tinge. <laughs> Trademarking it before Daddy steals it. <laughs> that sounds like a... Fi- okay, that sounds like um, if Gold Bond medicated foot powder was trying to modernize. There you go. Special tinge. Get Shaq to say that, and then people will buy it. Does he spon- is he sponsored by Gold Bond? Foot I thought Gold- he did ads for Gold Bond. Oh, shit. No, I didn't. Amongst other things. You know what? I'm not surprised because he did shit for Kia. Yeah. I also saw him do that thing for, like, the lotion mm-hmm. that's, like, specifically for dudes. Okay. Which is weird because I thought lotion was just for everybody. Yeah. You know? If you're a it- guy concerned about your masculinity and want to use lotion, just get unscented. <laughs> yeah, that exists. Or Bag Bomb works pretty good, too. What's that? Bag balm. Bag balm. Yes. Oh, it's kind of a Google comes in that. kind of a green can. Actually, it works really good for if you have really really dry flaky skin. When I worked in produce, it used to dry the shit out of my hands. Literally, the point where my fingertips would split. Ooh. Oh yeah. no. Like I'd have like eighth inch deep little cuts across my fingertips because my hands would get so dry that the skin would pull back to the point where it breaks. And so, and same with my knuckles would just get all sorts of splits and cuts and dried out. Okay, it's um I found the website for Bag Balm. Yeah. Uh what would a guy from Vermont sound like? Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot he's from there. Oh uh, uh, Jesus. Alright. <laughs> the legend of Bag Balm. Uh Bag Bag Balm, am I saying that right? I guess. <laughs> Some say Vermont's Northeast Kingdom was born out of sheer stubbornness. It is gorgeous and mysterious with a uniquely Vermont ability to ensure just about anything, which is a handy thing since only until about 13,500 years ago, most of it was encased under sheets of ice a solid mile thick. As you might guess from such an environment, the treasure of the Northeast Kingdom isn't gold or silver. It's unique skin-saving formula called Bag Balm. In 1899, rumors flew around the Northeast Kingdom about the miraculous potion for chafed and cracked cow udders. Concocted by... <laughs> I was wondering when he would break that. Concocted by a pharmacist in Wells River. <laughs> so one fateful morning in 1900, a Lindenville farmer named John L. Norris saddled his best horse and rode 30 long miles to find out what the fuss was about. The minute he tried it on the first cow, John Norris knew what he had to do. I didn't read ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. He scraped up every penny he could raise rough hands on to buy the formula and all the rights to market it. He hired a product designer to create the distinctive green tin with a cow's head and Vermont's indigenous 
Red Clover on the cover. The legend was born, and it was too big to stay in the barn. Before long, it was a staple in everybody's home. Am I losing the Bernie? A little bit, but it's okay. It's a fuck. All right. Old locals still talk about how Backbone saved everybody's hide in the winter of 1933 when temperature fell. When temperature fell. <laughs> Come on, you guys. To 50 below zero. In 1937, Admiral Richard Byrd took Bagbomb to the North Pole. Holy shit. Wow. During World War II, soldiers used it on the rifles to keep them in shape. After oh, I wouldn't do that. Jeez. <laughs> oh, God, no. You want a jammed action? That's how you get a jammed action. Wait, I'm not laughing at the... <laughs> I'm laughing at the next. Okay, for a fair warning, I haven't ever heard this either, so... <laughs> This is all new for me, too. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, just say it without the burning no, voice. No, 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 no. I, got, I gotta you do it. You can't break it now. Oh, please. Uh, just... <laughs> After the Twin Towers fell in New York on 9-11, we quietly provided bag bomb to be massaged under the scratched paws of search dogs who relentlessly roamed over mountains of rubble looking for survivors. And we guess that's how Bagbomb became a staple of every home in the Northeast Kingdom, ready to reuse and moisturize every cut, callus, new tattoo, ski boot chafed foot, kingdom lip. What the fuck? <laughs> putting that in a new tab. <laughs> 30 below cracked heel or patch of dry winter skin of every member of the household, right down to the zapped paw pads of the family dog. That last paragraph was just a mess of English, honestly. What the fuck was that? <laughs> okay. It's like it started to do a sentence, and it's like, eh, fuck it. Let's move on to the next and one. They brought fucking 9 11 into it. Come on, you guys. Uh, I know we prank 9 11 into everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to know what kingdom lips are? I have no idea, but since it's Vermont, I'm going to guess very, very chapped lips due to very cold weather. Bag balm got glides easily onto lips and stays on to provide lasting comfort. Okay, when your top search result brings up bag balm, which mentions it, I kind of think they made up that word. What? Wait, Kingdom no, you said lips? you searched Kingdom Lips? Well, they had a link to Kingdom Lips on their own website. Oh, okay. Um, hang on. <laughs> so I have just... never heard of such a thing. Oh, yeah, it only exists on their website. They made that up. That doesn't make any sense. But no, actually, the stuff does work pretty good, I'll be honest. You used it on your hands? Yeah. Okay. And nothing else. I wasn't rubbing it on my dog's feet or on my face or anything else. Is it expensive? Uh, not terribly. I mean, I, I used the tin for a while when I was in produce, and I still have a majority of it floating around somewhere. I'm a little confused about something, though. So, um, why do they call it bag balm? Is it because they were rubbing it? On cow udders originally. I think that's why. Is the origin of it is about moisturizing cow udders in that area of a cow, which is kind of like a big bag. That's true. I, yeah, I've I never, I've never really thought of that as like a bag. Uh, not really, but I, I don't know. It's an odd distinction to make. Anyways, yeah, it saved my hands from being more of a dry, sliced up mess. Also, kingdom lips are fake. Yes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um. I guess it's like uh, just dry lips. I, I guess. guess. Like I said, it's probably some nothing on Google turns up anything other than Bagbomb's website. Yep, it's the top thing that huh. came up. Um, although following results 
Uh, there's one called Super Lips, which that's a completely different. That sounds like something you get a surgery for in LA. <laughs> Yeah, that's no, that's the procedure where they just suck the fat out of your ass and they put it in your face. Yep. No, Super Lips is a is a, is some other product that I won't bother to plug here. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, and no, we have not been sponsored by Bag Bag Balm. We oh, aren't sponsored Jesus. by anybody. We haven't been sponsored by no one has ever sponsored us. I'm sorry. Despite our best efforts, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we haven't tried ever. We could have tried harder. We could have. <laughs> How far would we have gotten though? No, because it would have involved shilling out to the corporate man. Well, that's not true. I think maybe if we had started locally. That's true. You know, um, they would certainly want to know how many people were listening, yeah. which was zero. No, we get an average so, of, like, what, two or three people a week? Yes, <laughs> something like that. I honestly, I don't even look yeah. at those subscriber numbers forever. If, if, it's, if you guys do an episode and I'm not able to be here, Teresa and I occasionally listen to it when, you yeah. know, when I get home from work. Yeah. So... So somebody out there is listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jared couldn't make it tonight because uh, he got too sleepy. Little bitch. No, <laughs> you were you were working until fucking 1230. One. It, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm till one. Did they? I've been till one for better part of a year now. See, I thought that. Two years. I thought the cutoff was 1230 and no, like you're out of there. It used to be a long time ago, but after about a year, year and a half ago, it just became permanently one. Oh, Okay, I guess. Which, I got to be out. honest, does make sense because there's some stuff I have yeah. to do after store closes that night crew guys can't do. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm glad I got out of there. Yeah, early, but you know that's more money for you. I guess. Yeah. You get so not really. <laughs> I mean, it's the same as coming because it used to be four to twelve thirty versus four thirty to one. It's the same amount of money. Yeah, that's true. The only thing is, yeah, which I never work weekends. It seems like lately. So I was gonna say rolling over half extra half hour into Sunday but oh hey so this is something I'm still trying to get used to at work mm. you you have to punch into a time clock and Correct. that that thing is like the law you defy that thing you're going to get fucking smited right yeah i found ways to work around it but wait there's ways i mean kind of just... anything you want to publicly disclose uh, I, I may or may not actually resume work after i pl- punch in <laughs> be like, oh okay well because sometimes it seems like pretty often lately uh i go on my lunch and which is supposed to be 30 minutes where people leave me the fuck alone yep five minutes later i get called out for some trivial two minute bullshit i sit back down take a bite i get called back out again sometimes i get the food halfway to my face before they're calling me out so i'm like oh no nope, i'm gonna finish this bite first and then swallow it and they can wait and then, so usually I end up spending, you know, 10 minutes of my, or so a third of my lunch helping people over stupid bullshit. So I'm like, well, fuck it. After I clock the end, I'm taking the rest, the other 10 minutes of my lunch. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good move. They've so I just clock back time. in, just go sit back down and, you know, nope. sit there and drink a cup of, uh, pot of coffee or something like that. <laughs> a whole pot of coffee? <laughs> no, only about half. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. No, uh, on average, yeah, no, at work, if we have coffee available and i have time to make it i'll probably drink like three four cup equivalent they'll up to like the four mark on the pot okay that's still a lot of coffee though yeah you might have a problem yeah you're not willing to admit it yet no <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I... to be fair it's not like it keeps me up any later than i'm already up i typically go to bed regardless of whether i drink the coffee at work or not i'm up till probably four thirty-five o'clock anyways god dang man the night shift life is messing with you. Yeah. The good thing you got nothing else going on. 
<laughs> Thanks for reminding me of that. <laughs> Are you trying to make other things? <laughs> well, I'm trying or? to get out and into something else, but okay. But yeah, no. I mean, to be fair, with Teresa working nights too, we're both up till five thirty in the morning, even on our off days. Man, that's gotta be a weird life. Yeah. I don't know. I think. And then our house basically, it's like vampires in the daytime. It's like everything gets shut up, blackout curtains, everything. <laughs> I think the latest I stay up is to like two. Mm. Like even even like this is starting to kill me. No. <laughs> uh, but back to the coffee thing, I'm getting into that game a little bit more. Yeah. Actually, uh, I remember we talked a while ago about um, the, uh, the... the skin color that your mm. coffee most resembles that's on a celebrity. Mine's not really a skin color. The color I'd choose would be more of like the matte brown that Kia paints their souls. Not their souls <laughs> in their bodies, but the cars. Because <laughs> yeah. there's there's like a matte weird... Because we all know that everyone that works at Kia is an agent of Satan. You're saying South Korea is Satan? Wait, that's a South Korean... Yeah, Kia's based in South Korea. Man, you're just making I mean... that up. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know they were South Korean. Fucking racist. I wouldn't have no, known if they were North Korean. I... <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah, no. There's kind of, they have kind of like a mat- Heil, yeah. It's, remember, like, we're all Nazis. Fair point. Yeah, they have kind of this uh, matte brown color, and that's yeah. roughly where I try and have my coffee go. Okay. To be fair, I make my coffee pretty strong too. Like really strong. Well, I mean, it's usually at least. Mm, I don't know how big the little scooper is, but. Uh, I have like a little scooper that came like with my coffee pot. For every little two cups of coffee, it's a full scoop of coffee. Okay. Or at least for every two things of water, I put at least at least one scoop of coffee in there. I've been going on a bit of a uh, journey recently, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Kirsty, we bought a whole box of uh, Keurig cups. Oh, see, I, I go ahead. I'll get into my thing with the Keurigs later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it was actually a, a pretty decent deal. Mm-hmm. Mostly it was just for me to try and get a little bit more of a taste of what I like. Yeah. And Oh I, yeah, it's a good way to do that actually. And I've been keeping a journal through most of it. Um and I tell you what, I do not I don't really know how to write stuff for coffee. Okay. You know? Well, what do you like and what do you not like? Let's just go from that. It's hard to say. Okay, do you like lighter roasts, darker roasts? Because they say on the thing, whether it's a light, medium, or dark roast. Well... Does it say, like, a name, a brand? Yes. Uh, With the K-Cups, they really don't tell you, like, levels of roast or... They do. ...type of... Be- it's just in the fine print, which apparently nobody reads in the mornings. Ma- yeah, myself ma- included. Well, it's also just like a big box of just random K cups. Okay, fair there. enough. So maybe it's not. Anyways, so visible. elaborate as to. Okay, what are some of the ones you've tried? Um, because okay. my parents have one, and they've gone through a variety of different ones. So I started this journal on February tenth. Uh, no, January tenth. Sorry. Okay, that's a fair amount of coffee to go through. Um, and I'm assuming one per day. Yeah, although I've skipped a few days here because every once in a while, Kirstie's dad will make coffee. He does it really good. Fair enough. So I, and, and I know I like that coffee. I'm mm-hmm. solid on that. I'm just like looking for other shit. Yeah, coffee's one of the things I'll spend a a little bit more. I don't. I'm not going to go splurge on coffee, but I'll spend a little bit more to get something if yeah. I can. Something better than like Folgers or the Safeway brand cans. So apparently, some of the stuff that I do like, um, uh, Newman's makes coffee. 
Yeah. Not just salad dressing. They make coffee. They make a ton of stuff. Uh, they have a special medium blend roast for which the review medium I wrote. Medium blend. So that's kind of like a medium roast. And the review that I wrote for that was good. <laughs> Quite detailed. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, January 16th, Cinnabon Classic Cinnamon Roll. It's probably a light roast if I were to guess. But... And the review is weird, weak cinnamon taste. It was crap. Yeah. Most of the flavored coffees are crap. Yeah, they are because they try and compensate for they put less coffee in there, more flavoring shit in there. Yeah, and I've noticed that when my parents had their Keurig machine, I try and avoid any of the ones that are the flavored whatever ones. Like my parents had one that was like, "Oh, coconut uh dream coffee." I'm like, "Coconut dream." It, I don't know what the bullshit name that they had on it. I just made something up. Who dreams of coconut those sick bastards to be fair i like the taste of coconut i'm gonna I know, i'm quoting zombie land in this i don't like coconut i like the taste of coconut i don't like the consistency of coconut or shredded coconut so you so coconut flavored things yeah i like all right okay like if you were to mix like a coconut syrup or um actually no they actually did when i remember when i was in hawaii they had a coconut syrup that you would put on like pancakes was it dark no it was like clear it was fucking delicious on pancakes. <laughs> wow. To be fair, maybe it was just because the island was getting to me, and, you know, I've seen a chicken crossing the road oh, quite yeah. literally. <laughs> There'd be, like, you know, a little a couple chickens walking along the sidewalk. I'd have my plate with, you know, pancakes, bacon, eggs, and a half a papaya. You saw those chickens crossing the road, and you didn't have the urge to look I didn't at your qu- drink quizzically and throw it into the bushes. I did not contemplate life's meaning by seeing it. All right. <laughs> Because it was just a normal thing in Kauai. But. Uh, coincidentally, that's the review that I wrote for my next coffee, which is uh, <laughs> Echo Cups Ethiopian. Good! With an exclamation point. Okay. Ethiopian's usually a medium dark, typically. Yeah? I think I like the darker stuff. I, li- I like medium to medium dark. Therese likes dark roasts, personally, I think. Yeah? So, like, French roasts are usually always dark. Um... Some dark roasts I like. Other ones I think are way too bitter. Yeah, I don't. No, don't give me the bitter stuff. They just taste almost burnt. Kind of like that's why I don't buy Starbucks brand coffees. I mean, they purposefully burn their beans to give them the unique flavor bullshit. The unique flavor of shit. Yeah, the unique flavor of charcoal. (laughs) Honestly, that's what I get more than anything else from Starbucks is actual coffee. Coffee. I think I might just um. Let's see. I'm just going to read the reviews here. When you hear an interesting one, I'll tell you the brand. Reasonable, watery, slight bitterness at the end. Mm-hmm. Tries to pull off a mocha flavor. Barely does. Would drink again. <laughs> Pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. Not too strong. Good even flavor. Plain. Slightly bitter, but helps you wake up. Very good, even when cold. What was that one? Uh, Rio Grande Roasters, Pinon Medium Roast. So mediums again. Yeah, that's typically what I like is like medium to medium dark because I like kind of a little bit of the bite of the bitterness, but not a lot. I think you're going to drift towards the darker end of the spectrum as you go through life. If I were to intentionally buy a particular coffee, I like like the medium dark roast, which is kind of something. I know Folgers is the one that I see that has the medium or light, medium, medium, dark, dark. Mm Mm-hmm. But what typically falls in their medium dark range is typically the coffees that I buy other brands or what sources of that are that rough taste. So Folger, Folgers has a little bit of like a skewed scale, kind of like how different manufacturers well, of shoes 
kind of different well, sizes. Different manufacturer, different coffee. Excuse me. Different coffee brands will brand some things as medium roasts or dark roasts that kind of would fall in the same spot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It just depends on who's selling it. Yeah. But I'm noticing actually a trend with what you're saying with a lot of things, which is actually my biggest, and actually Teresa and I both biggest complaints with uh, a Keurig in general. Coffee's weight is too watered down. Yeah, it's it's weak too weak a lot of the it's time. It's weak as hell. Unless you go to like the like the middle setting, which is you need two things to make a cup a full cup of coffee for. It's too weak. But there there is a little bit of a way around that. There's mm-hmm. this um, special little unit that you can get that you can load your own grounds into. See, I would basically fill that whole thing up. Yeah, that's pretty much what <laughs> that's what my father-in-law does. Yeah, because when because that's the thing is when I'm at, like for example when I'm at work, Teresa and I don't mind because we both like strong coffee, mm-hmm. um, and you need it. I a little bit, I guess. Okay, but anyways, uh, I just if I'm gonna drink coffee, I want it to be strong. I want to be able to taste it, and you know, get it regardless of whether or not I put creamer in it. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to taste that there's coffee there. Um, well, that's another thing. I almost never drink it black. Yeah, I don't. I don't like black coffee. I have stopped putting um, any sort of sweetener other than if I have creamer with some sweetener in it. I don't. I've stopped putting sugar in my coffee for probably uh, almost a full year now. So you're just straight half and half. Uh, well, I, I get the flavored creamers because they're cheap. Oh, okay. Like the Italian sweet cream or whatever. Yeah, that, that's my shit. I'll do like a French vanilla or a creme brulee or something like that. Hell just, yeah. Or a caramel something rather because I like caramel. Caramel's great. Um, but I just put like, a, I mean, Teresa takes less creamer than me, but I'll put in a little bit. I usually take a little bit more than she does. But anyways, um, I'll just basically pull up in a little bit of creamer and then pour the coffee on top of that. But I've made coffee at work and other people have drank it. I'm like, and they're like, oh my God, I can feel the hair growing on my chest <laughs> after drinking this. Holy crap. I'm like, I honestly feel like I could have made it stronger. <laughs> you don't want to see it when it gets stronger. Fuck. Uh, yeah, no, it's like, um, you know, like those little individual sauce cup things that you get sometimes at like, um, not McDonald's, but um, I guess, you know, like those little plastic single serving sauce cups. Yeah. Um, the little hard plastic ones that hold like an ounce of something. Mm-hmm. We have those for our scooper for coffee at work. Mm-hmm. I'll usually do like for, it's a, I think it's a 10 cup pot. I'll do like four of the four like four and a half of those for a full pot. Damn. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty loaded. It's good. But and but that And I then I think, kinda smooth it out to fill out the evenness on the filter. And I and you know what? I think that because uh, let me think about this a bit. Because we all know this, and if you've been listening to the show for long enough, you know that I used to hate coffee. Yeah. To I be was, fair, I hated coffee until I went to college. <laughs> that was the time. Yeah, that's when it was like, "Fuck, I don't like this, but I need this shit." <laughs> and then you learn to like it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I held out a bit longer for mm. that. I and, and here's what I think was the breakthrough time for me. It was when I started sampling Kirsty's dad's coffee. Mm. Now he's got some years on him, mm-hmm. and he's kind of perfected the art of coffee. Yeah. He's, He's a stickler about it. He knows all the right things. Did you, you get him an actual do. French press? He he does have one. Okay, good. Because I've heard from many, many, many sources that that's like the best way to brew coffee. It, yeah, I think it depends on your personal taste. Yeah. He doesn't seem to like it so much. He, he likes the machine being there. Fair he enough. He doesn't have to do I all like the work. I like the convenience of basically 
put my coffee in, hit on, start cooking breakfast. By the time breakfast is ready, I can pour the pot, coffee into my pot and yeah. in my cup and go. Yeah, that's pretty much the general idea behind that. I have my whole breakfast system literally mapped out to a T. Nice. <laughs> that's that's what you need. You got to get out the door fast. I mean, it used to take me an hour to get ready. Mm-hmm. Now I can get out in like 20 minutes. Well, I mean, I like as, even as far as like cooking the breakfast, it's like oh, yeah. um, I start the coffee, then I pull out the griddle, plug it in, give it about a minute to warm up. Um, pour a tiny little bit, a little bit of oil onto one half of the griddle, fill that half of the griddle with hash browns. Nice. And then when you flip the hash browns, you put on bacon. Nice. And then once the bacon, once you flip the bacon, assuming it's not super thick cut, if it's normal, the thickness of that I typically buy, which is technically a thick cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you flip the bacon, then you turn on the, um, stove gas top to heat up the pan and then you crack your eggs put the eggs in the um, pan. All right. And then uh, by the time, once you, the eggs start getting just to the solidified state where they're still kind of liquidy and you wouldn't want to eat them, but they're still relatively solid. Yeah. Flip the hash browns back one more time just to get a nice browning on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finish cooking up the eggs, season them as desired, and then everything finishes within 30 seconds of each other. Nice. So, the, so these are over easy eggs. I didn't No, scrambled. Here. Sorry. Oh, they become scrambled? Yeah, okay. scrambled. No, I'll basically I'll break them in there once they get hot, scramble them up to the point where they basically get kind of solid, nice, but not f- cooked. Where you wouldn't want to eat them at this point because they're still ever so slightly gooey. Yeah, and they kind of they cook themselves just sitting around. Yeah, and then basically once everything's ready, I'll just basically turn off the heat on the pan so that the pan just keeps the eggs warm while I dish everything up. How much time do you have to get ready in the morning? Um. As much as I give myself, because yeah. I have to leave at about four eighteen ish. Oh, because again, I don't yeah. have to be at work till four thirty. Teresa leaves about the same time as me typically. Oh yeah, so you're having breakfast at like yeah, we're having breakfast at like three thirty. Okay, yeah, yeah, you got like all the time in the world then. Okay, because see, I I don't know, I just feel weird like running out the door with a couple pieces of peanut butter toast, mm-hmm. you know. But I've always had minimalist breakfasts. Yeah like that i've always been the type to i want to eat a full big breakfast in the morning and then typically i don't eat lunch and then i eat something at night and that's it i would like to not eat lunch because that would mean i get paid more (laughs) (laughs) yeah and to be fair again that time displacement relativity thing uh my lunch at work is 8 30 9 o'clock at night that's true so it might, might as well be second breakfast it's a late dinner for most people yeah so typically, I'll yeah, I'll eat breakfast, I'll eat lunch at work, and then that's it. I might have I'll munch on shit while I eat, watch Netflix at home, but nice. But uh, uh back to the coffee thing. Though. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I think the gateway was Kirsty's dad's coffee mm-hmm. because I wasn't really super into it before. It's all about finding I, that one thing that you kind of like. Yeah, and and I knew he was a nut about it. He's got it down to a science, and I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll try it. But I'm t- putting shit tons of creamer in this. Yeah. And it's still, like, I had, like, one cup of it. I probably drank it too fast, and it was giving me the jitters and the sweats and all that. But I think that initial shock, fuck, shock to my system was, like, just enough that it was, like, my body was going, dude, whoa, that was too much. But if you could get me a little bit of that again, you know, just a little water down more. Just pass a bit over. Maybe, Maybe I'd accept that, you know? And I... Kind of started building up a tolerance to it. Yeah. I don't get the jitters after drinking a full cup of it anymore. No. No and heart palpitations or anything. No. So that's good. Yeah. No. If I have, I have two different cups that I'll drink out of for not 
too. I mean, I have multiple cups I drink out of for coffee, but mm-hmm. two different sized cups that I'll drink out of depending on the day it is. If it's a day I don't have to go to work, I typically have my big mug, which is usually about double the size of my regular mug. Oh, shit. Because I have time to drink on it. Like, I'll drink half of it right around breakfast dish time, and I'll be just kind of finishing it off the rest of um, for the remaining mm-hmm. time after that. I don't shotgun the whole thing at once. It's the leisure cup. Yeah, it's the, I have time to sit and enjoy my coffee cup, but it takes like four cups of coffee. Okay. Like the four mark on the coffee pot. Fuck, that is too much. <laughs> that would definitely give me the jitters. But again, I'm drinking this over the course of like two hours. That's also true, yeah. So, versus my regular cups, which take about to the two mark, which is a typical coffee cup, it seems like. Mm-hmm. That I'll, that's what I drink with breakfast before I go to work, typically. What are those marks on the pot measuring anyway? Actual, I think, volumetric cups. I eight ounce hope cups. So because that that's why a twelve cup coffee pot has the twelve mark on it because it's got oh. what twelve times eight is seventy two. No, God, no, that's nine times eight. That uh, <laughs> you you do the math. Ninety six. All right, there you go. So that's it's it. got ninety six fluid ounces of coffee at the twelve mark. That is so much coffee. Yeah. Oh my God. The fullest I've ever made a full pot for just Teresa and I is probably to maybe. The I mean that we actually drink is to the eight cup mark, and that just lasts like a whole day. Yeah, that'll be like you know we drink a cup in the morning and then you know we'll top it off as we start running errands around the house. Yeah, or I'll make it maybe up to the ten mark if we're making to go cups or if we're going to go out as well. Now, do do you have any weird uh, preparation foibles with your coffee? No, just pour the water in, put the cone in, or put the so filter water in. hot or cold. It doesn't really matter because the water gets heated before it goes through the coffee anyways. See, Kirstie's dad would tell you that cold water is better. Hmm. I don't remember why. I have that's actually, what he would say. I have actually tried um, filtered water versus tap water because we're, oh. on, we're on well water, so it's got more mineral uh, bite to it. And it's pretty good well water? What, what... Therese doesn't really like it. I don't really mind it. Okay. I've never really minded well water, quite frankly. No, I've been okay with most of the stuff that I've experienced. Yeah. I mean, I, I you can taste a little bit more iron and sulfur content in it as typical with well water. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of tastes like you're licking a penny. Not quite that bad, okay, but good. Uh, at least not to me. Okay. Maybe it's just because I don't really care as much, but, and Therese probably drinks more water than I quite frankly do. <laughs> yeah, you're, because we know your stance on water. Fish make love in it. <laughs> That's why wells are good because then there's no fish in the well, but. We don't know that. What about underground fish? I hope not. I really hope not either, but <laughs> let's not rule that out. That's a fair point. <laughs> okay, until I read a scientific journal that says that there are fish in my well, yeah. not my well, but in the well, then I'm not going to believe that there are there. Maybe that's how the Loch Ness Monster gets out of the lake. It's got some underground tunnels or whatever. It doesn't need to get out of the lake. Do you think it's got everything it needs? I think Loch Ness Monster's got to breathe a little bit, you know? Well, yeah, how do you it's think they get pictures your- of it? It comes up to breathe. Yeah, that's it literally breathing. I mean, elbow room. <laughs> see the sights. Have you, you know? seen the size of Loch Ness? It's a pretty big lake. Of the lake? Yeah. Actually, I have no idea how big the lake Loch is. Loch Ness is actually a relatively big lake. Let's look it up. Um. Well, I mean, it looks fairly large. Loch Ness Lake. Okay, random thought. Do you think it's a real monster or do you think it's fake? Um... Do you think it's made up just so that way the Scots get tourism? Oh, man. I wish it was real. I really do. But yeah. it's one of those things that I've been riding the fence on for a long time. And I got to say, I'm just not so sure about it. You know? Yeah. 
because they just found like a species of shark in that lake. Mm-hmm. That's in been... the Loch Ness. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me that there'd be shark in Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> they found a fucking shark in the Loch Ness Lake, and uh, which how long is this thing? It is a skinny lake. Yeah, it's skinny, but I wow. thought it was volumetrically pretty big. Yeah, but it's pretty deep. Yeah. Uh, it, no stats for that on Google Maps, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, they found a species of shark, I'm pretty sure. Uh, <laughs> prove me wrong by looking it up because I'm not looking Yeah, it we up don't right have time. Now. Oh, you know what I just figured out? What? <laughs> when you look up Loch Ness on Google Maps, um, the little dude that you can uh, drag on the streets, it's the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> That's great. I'll say that in a bit. Go ahead and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TGFRadio. We're also TGFRadio on Twitter. Email us things, because you're not going to watch the TGFRadio show at gmail.com. All the old episodes and subscribable links to iTunes and RSS are TGFRadio.com. Got anything to say before we sign off? Just because, like, free without speed limits and trains does not make me a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, reconsider your arguments a little bit regroup think of some better words to use because you obviously don't know what the fuck nazis actually are and then we'll tell you you're wrong yes <laughs> it's it's a long process but you'll figure it out eventually all right we'll be back next week party on everybody <laughs> <laughs>